Chapter forty five of the Queen's Necklace by Alexander Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Deserted House. When Cogliostro arrived at the deserted house in the Rue Saint Cloud, with which our readers are already acquainted, it was getting dark, and but few people were to be seen in the streets. Cogliostro drew a key from his pocket and applied it to the lock, but the door was swollen with the damp and stiff with age, and it required all his strength to open it. The courtyard was overgrown with moss, the steps crumbling away, all looked desolate and deserted. He entered the hall and lighted a lamp which he had brought with him. He felt a strange agitation as he approached the door which he had so often entered to visit Lorenza. A slight noise made his heart beat quickly. He turned and saw an adder gliding down the staircase. It disappeared in a hole near the bottom. He entered the room. It was empty, but in the grate still lay some ashes, the remains of the furniture which had adorned it, and which he had burned there. Among it several pieces of gold and silver still sparkled. As he turned he saw something glittering on the floor. He picked it up. It was one of those silver arrows with which the Italian women were in the habit of confining their hair. He pressed it to his lips, and a tear stood in his eyes as he murmured, Lorenza. It was but for a moment. Then he opened the window and threw it out, saying to himself, Adieu, this last souvenir which would soften me. This house is about to be profaned. Another woman will ascend the staircase, and perhaps even into this room, where Lorenzo's last sigh still vibrates. But to serve my end the sacrifice shall be made. I must, however, have some alterations made. He then wrote on his tablets the following words, To Monsieur Lenoir, my architect, Clean out the court and vestibule, restore the coach-house and stable, and demolish the interior of the pavilion, to be done in eight days. Now, let us see, said he to himself, if we can perfectly distinguish the window of the countess. It is infallible, said he after looking out. The women must see each other. The next day fifty workmen had invaded the house, and commenced the projected alterations, which were completed within the given time. Some of the passers-by saw a large rat hung up by the tail. End of chapter 45 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia